0: Hi you guys, good morning. Uh, Welcome to the Intentional Gratitude Pod. My name is Caitlin and I will be your host. Um, For starters, I just want to give an introductory on this episode, since it's our first episode of Mini and I just want to introduce myself as your your host. So my name's Caitlin, as I already said, I am 24 years old. I am a mom. My baby is almost two years old. She'll be two at the end of October. Um, on this channel, we do astrology. We're into astrology over here. So I am a Taurus with a Capricorn moon and Capricorn rising. Um, what else about me? Let's see. I graduated from the University of Houston. I am also a lash artist. You can find me on Instagram at Co. I also do tarot readings, um, which I'm kind of new into. So when I do your reading, I will send it via text or email or DM, whatever. So if you're interested in a reading, feel free to DM me and just ask for a reading. Um, also, I wanted to start this podcast because I do a lot of researching on spiritual things and health and wellness and just things to things to really help you get the most out of life, just in general living life, because that is like we are so bound to a world that is just ruled by capitalism. And I wanna free us from that. I wanna free us from the perception of, just through the lens of capitalism, it's, we are just completely out of touch with who we are as human beings. We are ruled by money. We are, everything we do is ruled by money. and. I want to get us back to a place where we can find that internal peace and comfort within. We don't have to look to the outside world to have comfort comfort or or nurturing because you're not going to find that from the internet. The internet is not a safe space. No matter how much we try to make the internet a safe space, y'all have seen Twitter. You already know, don't post, don't post your business on the internet. It's nothing good that's going to come from that. So what I what I want to do here at the International Gratitude Pod is I want to create a community, a safe space. Ironically enough, it is, of course, going to be on the Internet, but I also want to extend this past the Internet. I want to just I want this to be something really communal. And. Yeah, so I just I really love to help people, but I like to help in a different way. I like to extend the knowledge that I have. So that you can make the change so you can apply it to your everyday life i don't like to just give my unsolicited advice and that was something i was kind of really struggling with was you know i want to, i'm learning all these things and i want to tell people and i want you know i want people to not necessarily be on the same path as me but i just want them to see the information i'm seeing because i know it could like absolutely change their lives because it's absolutely changed mine but at the same time i know that everybody's on a different spiritual journey, everyone's on a different path, and everybody might not be ready to receive the information that, that I'm giving them. So this, I feel like podcasting in this platform will be just a much better way of getting my message out, because if you're here, you actually want to listen. I'm not just bombarding you with stuff. And then if you don't want to listen, you can press exit, you can press pause, whatever so i just I just can't wait to share with you everything that I'm learning. I'm learning stuff literally every day, of course, you know I'm human. Um, and yeah, and I just I just want us to get to a place of just literally gratitude, just every day you wake up, grateful, every day you wake up. I'm not gonna say happy because let's be real. ain't nobody waking up happy every day. It's just not realistic in. Just if you could wake up every day and give gratitude, give thanks to at least five things. God, thank you for waking me up this morning. One, God, thank you for giving me the activity of my limbs. Two, God, thank you for my family and my friends. Three, God, thank you for providing me with food to nourish my body. Five, simple, simple, right there. Five things that you just thank God for have major things at like that so that's just what that's just something that that I've come to realize is expressing gratitude is also going to boost your manifestations I know we all trying to manifest the life that we want but let me just say you will you'll never get the life that you want if you want if you won't give thanks to the life you already have being intentionally grateful for what you already have will bring in so much abundance for for what's to come in the future like for instance imagine if you you want to move to a new house or you want to move to you want to upgrade your apartment to something better but you're treating your apartment like garbage you don't clean up when was the last time you swept or mopped your bed's never made trash is never taken out it stinks toilets black Uh, (laughs) Like, seriously, are you taking care of the home that you have now? But yet, every day, you in your journal begging God for a new apartment. What? What do you mean you're ready for a new place? But the place you have now is is filthy, filthy, nasty. But you asking God for something bigger and better? How does God know that you're going to treat that new place correctly? How does God know you're ready to level up and get there? You got to show gratitude for what you already have. And some of us may know that, but it looks different in different areas of our life. Like say for me, for instance, with my, with my lash business, Sheik Lashko, I'm out here. I was out here begging God to level me up, get me more clients, do this, do that. And then I had to ask myself, when was the last time you posted on Instagram? When was the last time you promoted your business? When was the last time that you really sat down and got to work for real. Like, I don't know about y'all, but just for me in general, because of my, it's just in my nature, very much earth signish, I can get complacent or yeah, I guess that's where I can get complacent really easily. Like it's so easy for me to, once I reach a goal, be good there and just like coast there almost. And I've come to realize like, that's just not, it's not cool for me to just sit up and coast when I know I want to go to a next level. Um, not saying that I have to want more, want more, want more. But once you reach a level, yes, you're going to stay there for a little bit. But if you want something else after that level, you got to put the work in to get to the next level. So with that being said, let's segue right into our episode. So the title of this episode today is who's your creative director. And I really, I, I titled that episode. I titled this episode, "Who's your creative director, because that's a question I came to ask myself, who is directing my life? Like who is the creative director? So the definition of a creative director is essentially someone who develops and oversees creative projects from conception to execution. Now, when you hear that definition, does yourself come to mind? Does Pinterest come to mind? Does your mom, your boyfriend, your sister, your church, your pastor, who comes to mind when you ask yourself, who's, who's directing my life? And creativity comes in all different forms. It comes in the forms of business. It comes in the form of fashion. It comes in the form of just just how are you running your life? And I just feel like many of us aren't taking the reins of our own life. We're allowing social media, family, friends, and just the perception that others have of us to have agency over our life. And I wanna free us from the shackles of perception of others, because the percep- usually the perception that somebody else has of you isn't even correct. Like, for instance, Growing up, I grew up in a small town and people ultimately put me in a good girl category and, or like a good kid category almost, I should say. So for me, I then internalized those good girl qualities. So I would, you know, it would just be things from, I would beat myself up if I didn't get a get an A on something. Like even if I got a B, I was like, oh my God, a B. Knowing good and well, that B was cool. Even, you know, it's just, it's just too much. And it'll even go as far as fashion. Okay. So now I've internalized the good girl narrative. So now when I'm out shopping, oh, I can't wear that or, oh, I can't buy that. And then you ask, why, why can't you buy that? Why can't you wear that? And if somebody else comes to mind rather than straight up, I just don't like that, or that's just not my style. That's how you know you're allowing other people to have agency over you. And I wanna free us from that. So I feel like I'm saying so a lot, just bear with me. This is my first time like on air, (laughs) whatever you wanna call it. Um, So I just, you know, creativity is what allows us to have a vision for our lives. And when that's blocked, it may be hard for you to envision what you really want next for yourself. Whether you want to live in a huge luxury home or a sustainable home, have you actually sat down to visualize what that means to you? Or, you know, like what does that look like for you? I remember, I can't remember. It might've been the friend zone pod, one of my favorite pods. Um, Fran might've been saying something like "Envision your life like, what does your life look like for you? And I could list out the things that I wanted, but I couldn't vision them, and it then brought me to something that I had always struggled with through school, through college, I should say. It was envisioning the end. I could never vision the end. Like I knew I was going to graduate college, but I could never see myself walking the stage. I could never see myself with my cords around my neck. I could never see myself ecstatic at the end of the tunnel, and it was something that really it was something i kind of struggled with through school because knowing that you're capable of doing something but not being able to vision that almost creates a block or almost creates a a warped concept in your head of like okay can i actually do it can i really do it and so when i i went back after after school i did a like a what should i call it like a little journal entry for myself and um I vision I I was visioning the life that I want. I started with my home. And I started with the home that I've that I've always wanted for myself. And I used to just be like, oh, you know, I want a big home. I want to have a garden, cute place for my kids to play in the backyard, and you know, a little workout room, pool, case closed, done. But that could be any home. That could be a home around the corner. That could be a home in San Antonio that could be a home in California where is the home that I want where what do I really want from this so I did a journal entry and I listed out everything I wanted from the home I went I'm talking list for list like I could build this home right now <laughs> I started on the outside I want a more of a traditional looking home. I want it to have black trim. I want to have a double car garage. I want to have these flowers planted in the flower bed outside. I want to have this kind of grass. I want to have a wine way, driveway. You know, in the inside, I want to have XYZ. I want to have a workout room. I want to have a greenhouse in the back. I want to have a little chicken coop. So, and then when I start to actually Pit a put a vision on that stuff that I wanted, it started to be easier for me to to work towards that goal of of what I truly wanted. Because when I can't see, for me personally, I don't know about you guys, I'm a visual learner. When I can't see something, it no it doesn't exist to me. All the way down to the food in the fridge. If I have some strawberries in the in the little pull shelves in the bottom, I don't even know those strawberries are there after I put them in there. I can't see it, it doesn't exist to me. So what I I don't, I feel like a lot of people are like that as well though. If what you can't see doesn't exist almost, it needs to be, for us, I feel like a lot of times things need to be tangible. If I can't touch it, if I can't visualize it, if I can't see it, it doesn't exist. (laughs) So that's one thing I challenge y'all to get a journal, or a piece of paper, scrap, whatever you have, and visualize at least one thing, at least one thing, whether that be the car that you want, whether that be the home, the job that you want, the office that you want. I encourage you to map that out. And I'm telling y'all, once you map that out and put that on paper, a real visualized concept, You're going to be like, okay, I know how I'm going to work towards this goal. I know how I can do this. I know how I can get there. And it's something that's that's truly, truly helped me. So that's my, um, what's it called? That's my assignment for you guys for this first episode is to visualize the life that you want. You could even do all three or four of them, whatever. Whatever you can think of. Visualize a garden. Visualize your workout room. Visualize your whatever business concept that you have, I just truly encourage you guys to do that. It's gonna make a world's difference. So snapping back to the topic at hand, and I'm just gonna say, I am a scatterbrain gal. So I might say one thing, my brain gonna bounce off, go somewhere else, bounce off, go somewhere else, but it all ties together at the end of the day. So. Let's get into social media and how social media is truly warping our concept of self, concept of others around us, and just our concept of reality in general. Um, Just with social media, I feel like we are bombarded with so much, just so much in general, so much of other people's lives, so many ads, sponsored ads, So just so much product and things to buy, people's stories, people's voices. It's it's actually like way too much. Like I've heard that, it's not even I've heard. Research has shown that the amount of information that we take in in a single day is completely more than our ancestors took in in a whole year. And I know, like obviously, because we have the internet. But at some point, it's just kind of like, when is too much too much? Like. When is too much too much? So I just want to say like, you know, like we're bombarded with social media and all these ads and stuff, which is, it can, so you can use social media as a tool to help you or you can be a consumer on social social media. And I feel like a lot of us have fallen into the consumer category. And when I say the consumer category, I mean, those who sit back and scroll, those who sit back and scroll and see an ad And now it's in your shopping cart. Whatever was on the ad is in your shopping cart now. You're a consumer of social media, which I mean, it's cool to be a consumer sometimes, but remember when Instagram, so when I got on, I was on Instagram in eighth grade. I got an Instagram in middle school. And I remember when Instagram first started, everybody was posting on Instagram. Like if you had an Instagram and you wasn't posting, that that was odd. What are you doing? And you know, like we used to post everything. You know, we post our shoes, post our little meal with the Nashville filter, always the Nashville filter. You know, you, you just post whatever you want, your headphones, your lip chap, your computer. We were engaging in social media. And like I said, I felt, and now we have, now social media is running us. We, we're not running social media anymore. Social media is running us. And I to put that to a stop for a lot of us. You know, it's just so easy to sit up and scroll all day, especially Miss TikTok. TikTok is a black hole, and TikTok knew what they was doing with that algorithm is too specific. When I said too specific, too specific all the way down to life instances that happened to, to you. If you get on TikTok, you already know, oh, this was for me, for me, okay. So, back to back to what I was saying. And we're just so bombarded with ads and stuff all day. It's almost like, do you even know what you you like? Like, do you actually know? Like, I I notice a lot of the times I'll be chilling in my day-to-day before I'm on the phone. Not worried about anything, not worried about purchasing anything. And then I get on Instagram. All of a sudden, now I want this Louis Vuitton bag that I was never worried about, that I never knew existed. Now, instead of me working just to make money, now I'm working so I can I wanna buy this bag, I wanna buy this bag. A bag that was never even, I was never even worried about. And then a bag that I'm gonna forget about in two weeks because somebody else is gonna post another cute purse they have. And then now I'm gonna want the next cute purse. And it's just like, do you actually like that purse or is it trendy? Do you actually like that purse or did one of your favorite people on social media wear that purse and now you think it's just so cute? Like. Like And I just keep asking, who's your creative director? Who's directing your life? Is it you? Is it the internet? Your mom? Like, who is it? And I get so ramped up when I say that because it's like when you look on the internet, I can't, I'm not going to say me, but a lot of people are becoming robots. They are, everybody got the same wig. Everybody got the same bust down three by five. I mean, 13 by five frontal or whatever you call it. Bust down middle part, heart-shaped braids. Not that these things aren't cute, but, and not that you can't follow a trend because, I mean, trends are to be followed, but also trends are to be set. So have you ever, like, have you ever set a trend or have you ever done something and people started following you? Like, it's so much different when you are just living your life authentically that's the word I've been looking for this whole time uh being authentic to who you are once you realize who you really are it's so crazy to see the mask that you have been wearing like I know for myself I find myself not posting on Instagram a lot in the consumer mindset simply because I subconsciously am afraid of being judged and I will say this is a I've already said this is a safe space so I have like a fear of being judged and I have a fear of being vulnerable with people because I have I've just always had a a guard up like I'm very friendly but I'm also not trusting I don't I don't trust everybody also a lot of like I just I can read through people really great in general but back to what I was saying I find myself not posting what I really want to post on Instagram because of fear of being judged. If you go to my Instagram right now, it's like maybe 10 pictures of myself over the span of like two years, (laughs) which is ridiculous because why am I not, okay, not in like a conceited way, but why am I not taking pictures? Why am I not taking pictures? But what I really want to post on Instagram is I love crystals. I'm into crystals. I be wanting to post trees. I be wanting to post, oh, my God, I seen this cute flower today. Let me post it. And then I'll get ready to post it. And then I'll be like, mm, maybe not. And, and then I'll start, I don't know about y'all, but for me, I'm like, my internal monologue is, it's like its own therapist. So, like, I'll be finna post something. And I'll be like, you know, I'm about to post it. And then I'll be like, mm, at the last minute, no, I'm not going to do that. And then my therapist monologue go off, well, why didn't you want to post that? Are you scared of being perceived by others? Well, uh, If you're not going to be authentic, then why are you even on, on Instagram? Maybe you should take a break of being on Instagram if you're not going to be true. And it's like, let's relax for a second. You know, let's wind down. But I don't know. I just, the mask that we wear to be accepted by people who are also wearing a mask is absolute insanity. We're all on the I'm not going to say we're all, because some people and I admire them who are on the Internet, not wearing a mask at all, authentically being themselves. And when I say authentic, I don't mean posting all your business online. I don't mean telling everybody what you have been through today. Uh-uh. Because when, I've already said the Internet is not a safe space for you to post your real business. You know what I mean? Don't be on there posting about your relationship issues just just don't do it so that's one thing um i really wanted to to get into um social media and then on the other hand of social media on the creativity side i feel like it can really stunt your creativity as i've stated before but just more so with the unspoken rules that we all follow like for for instance, on Instagram, posting once a day, being mysterious. What is, like, what is that? You go to someone's page, they got two pictures, and one might be them, the other is some memes. What is going on with the mysterious post? And not that I'm trying to run anyone's Instagram, or not that I'm judging them, but it's just crazy to see the shift happen from us participating in social media to, us being consumers and to so this being like an online mall like an online an e-commerce store almost like every everything you see on instagram has an ad link to it like i'll be like oh it's so cute sponsored mm, never mind just kidding so i say get back to casual instagram i say post what you want to post i tell you i challenge y'all post what you actually want to post like you know when y'all do the june dumps The May dumps, July dumps, I love those. I literally live for seeing people's just random posts. I'd be like, oh my God, that song? I'm gonna go look it up. And you know, people be like, the music that no one actually cares about. You know, like whenever they post something on their story, be like the music no one's listening to, Uh uh-uh, me? See, one thing about me, I'm gonna screenshot that song and I'm gonna go back and listen. And then it's gonna be on my playlist. i love when people just post random things but next i want to talk about how the perception of others can just limit you on so many levels like who cares what somebody else has to say about you and yes i'm also talking about your parents who cares what they have to say no offense mom i love you don't get me wrong i value your opinion But at the end of the day, it's what I want to do. You know, think about it. Whenever I started doing lashes or when I was thinking about doing lashes, my, I had some people who were kind of, not my mom, by the way. I had some people who were like, like oh you're doing lashes oh like that's that course is like a waste of money or oh do you really think you're going to be doing lashes or is that something that's just trending right now and if I would have listened to what they had if I would have allowed that if I would have allowed what somebody else thought of something I was thinking about doing I wouldn't be here right now like I wouldn't have a lash business I wouldn't I don't know what I would be doing honestly because you know different path but The knowledge and the skills and the people that I have met through doing lashes would have never been here if I allowed what someone else thought of me and the path I was choosing to take to, if I would have allowed them to cancel out what I was doing. Just the business that I have would not be in in fruition right now. And this podcast probably wouldn't be here either because my clients have truly truly pushed me to do this podcast. They're always like, oh, you should be a therapist or oh, you should be this and that. And I just wanna give a shout out to y'all real quick because I love y'all from the bottom of my heart. Every client that's ever laid on my table, I love y'all. So just to say that. Now back to the perception of others, specifically family. Um, I feel like family is often, family often limits us. And I don't think they do it. Well, some of, I know my family, they don't do it purposely. My family isn't, they're not ill-willed. They're usually just, you know, like looking out for my best interest or, you know, what they think is my best interest. But oftentimes I feel like, you know, a lot of times your family might not even know who you are. um, Genuinely, like, do you act the same way? That you do around your family as your girlfriends or you know, your homeboys, does your mom know the teeth? You know, does your mom know why you're really wanting to jump off the porch and start a new business? Or did you just tell your mom you're interested in starting a new business because you're good at designing something? You know? And I feel like family oftentimes still sees us through the lens of who we were as a child and we're not that we're not those people anymore um they will always be you know their little baby or you know their grandbaby um we're full-grown adults who have had many experiences without them half of the experiences we don't want to share with them because they're not aware or they they may not understand Things that we've gone through, or the choices that we've made. Um, a lot of times, it could just be generational differences, but other times, it's it's just it's just I don't I don't even know what to say, y'all. You just know that it's it's a bit different when you're with your family versus when you're with your friends. And if you are the kind of person that can let loose with your family, and that's amazing. So let me just say, for me, I already said how I internalized that good girl narrative and how that really it really boxed me in um, in terms of things that I thought I could or could not achieve. And um, I don't mean to sound redundant, but sometimes I do run circles in my words. So let's get that out there. But, you know, it just it really put a damper on me. And and one day, literally just one day out of the blue. I was just like, I'm done being boxed in. I'm done being boxed into what other people think about me. Um, for instance, when I got pregnant, everyone was shook. I mean, I was shook too, but everyone's like, oh my God, like, oh my God. Why is y'all, what? Why do y'all, like, why do y'all think different of me than others? And I don't mean that in a way of being conceited or that I'm better or that they thought I'm better than anyone, not by any means, but what about me? Why? Just why? What's going on to where y'all put me on a pedestal to where I could do no wrong, to where I would only be a good girl child or where I would just be the good girl? And it followed me into adulthood. And I, I genuinely never realized that until probably a month ago. And I absolutely unsubscribed from that narrative all the way down to the tattoos that I wanted. Like, I want tattoos all up and down my arms. I want tattoos on my ankles, on my sternum, behind my ears. I want ear piercing all the way up my ears like. And for the longest time, I would push down those wants that I actually wanted because of because I was scared of what others would think of me. Like specifically my not my family, but my well, I guess you could say family too. But you know, people from back home, like I said, I come from a small town and maybe The town be talking. I'm talking, my town probably has about 4,000 people in the whole town max. Like we probably just hit that number a few years ago, literally. So it's the perception of just, I want to unshackle y'all and myself from the perception of others. Free yourself from what others may think of you. And I want y'all to really and truly become your own creative director. And how you can do that is, like I said, I want everyone to get a journal. And whether you start writing in that journal today or next week or next month, I a journal is life-changing. And also, let me, let me talk about this journal real quick. And let me just say a few things that have helped me along my journaling way, because I too am also a recovering perfectionist. Um, nothing is perfect. You're not perfect. Nope, perfectionism is a myth. Just like the good girl is a myth. The good kid is a myth. It's a myth. And, okay, back to journal. I'm getting off topic, back to the journal. Okay. When you're journaling, free yourself from the, free yourself from the, the want to be perfect. You don't have to write perfectly in that journal. Write as it's coming. And something I've also noticed, When you're writing, for me, my emotions show through the font or the script how I'm writing. When I'm in a, when I'm in a great mood, my writing is more, it's more legible, it's more neat, it's that cute, it's that really cute writing, you know. But when I'm distressed or angry or upset, it's scribble, it's almost, it's cursive, it's, it's script, it's standard, it's this, it's that. It's unlegible to someone else, but it's legible to me. But what I'm trying to say is allow the pen to hit the paper and just flow. Don't try to be perfect when you're writing. Allow yourself to look back at your journal and be like, before you even have to read anything, like, oh, okay, I, I could tell I was upset here, or oh my God, I was in a really good headspace here. You know, just when you put that pen in that journal, free yourself write just write and i want everyone to write okay i want y'all to do two prompts i want the first one to be i want you to ask yourself who am i and and i mean who are you not what do you do for work and not where did you graduate school not how many jobs do you have not how many accolades do you have who are you when you ask yourself that like for example, the wrong okay, let me rewind. There's never a wrong answer, but I want us to dig a little deeper than the surface level because I feel like in the society we live in, when someone asks you like, oh, like, you know, like, who are you? We tend to gravitate towards I don't I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but we tend to gravitate towards things more like, oh, I'm a lash artist, or oh, I'm a graduate from the University of Houston, or you know, something like that. And I want us to to dive way deeper. Who are you? Like, I just, I finally found a word that can describe me or some words to describe myself outside of work, outside of being a mom, outside of being a girlfriend. And I finally, a few words I can describe myself. So if I were to journal, who am I? I would write, I'm a healer. I'm a nurturer, you know, something like that. And then the second one, which I've already talked about, I just want to reiterate, is um, I want you to envision something that you want for yourself, and it can be multiple things. It could be a home. It could be, say, if you want to start a daycare, it could be your your daycare. It could be your car. It could be your your office space. It could be, it could even be the living room, or your future. What do you want? out of this life what do you want i'm talking get real specific i'm talking get specific all the way down to the backsplashes in the kitchen like i want you to go and be as detailed as possible because let me tell you when you can make it clear what you want you can make it clear to god what you want so when you can be clear with that now you're letting god know like okay god this is this is what i want and god can give it to you you know and also, if you're not even if you're not even able to identify or vision what you want, how are you gonna know if it was? You wouldn't even know if it was right in your face because you don't literally know what you want. And I think we are robbing ourselves of of a complete experience by allowing social media to run us instead of us run our lives. Or allowing our family and our friends to run our lives and let me backtrack to the friends part if you can be if you feel the need to put a mask on when you're with your friends if you and this is a journal prompt in itself in your friend group how do you how do you feel when you link up with your friends how do you feel when your friends call you is it like oh they calling me again oh i don't want to answer the phone or is it more like oh my God, you know, I can't wait to talk to them and see them. Or is it more like, oh my God, let me make sure I got my best outfit on or my most expensive pieces when I go link up with them because I know they're going to judge me if I don't have it on. Which is it? Are you able to be your authentic self when you're with your friends? Because I feel like your friends should be the, at least one place, at least a place where you can share and be true and authentic to who you really are. So... Ask yourself, when you link up with your friends, do you feel the need to be Gucci down, Dior down? If you just roll up with your friends, not roll up, if you pull up with your friends and you have on just some regular sweats or whatever, are they going to talk about you? Do you feel like your friends are going to talk about you when you leave because you didn't have your Gucci back today? Hmm, That's something to think about because me and my friends, we ain't like that. And... Yeah, so we're not gonna, we'll not we'll dive into that next episode. Um, so I'm just so glad that you guys listened and tuned in today. Thank you so much for um, joining me today on my first episode. And I'm just so grateful and I can't wait to see where this podcast goes. Um, so I said, I'm gonna do it every Wednesday, but I don't know, I'm kind of feeling Fridays. I love Fridays. Um, I'm a weekend girl. So I'm thinking, yeah, let's do let's do every Friday. We'll we'll meet back here every Friday. So I can't wait to see you guys next week. And thanks for listening.